Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope that you enjoy today's episode. Jimmy, great to be with you on the podcast uh, today. J-O. I just love, love, love seeing you. Love getting to be with you. So grateful, uh, grateful to be here. Yeah. You know, I know because listen to the front end of you and Drew. You interviewed yeah. an Asbury professor and you know yeah. how to take on uh, the revival that's going on there, but it's sure. not just going on there. Yeah. But elsewhere. So what we want to focus in and get your take on today mm-hmm. is what is what is your take right now? Mm-hmm. On the revival, what you're seeing, sure. U.S. around the world. So let's let's have that as a stepping off point. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I just want to encourage all of our listeners. Just lean in here a minute because I think there's um, what I would say that this is a historic moment. This is a window uh, of God visiting His people across right. the Western world for sure. I would say the reason I just say the Western world because the Eastern world has been having visitations sure. for literally the last 40, 50 years right. that may, we may not be aware of. But um, I, I would say the uniqueness of this move of God is I call it low, slow, and humble. Mm. Okay. Low, slow, and humble. Okay. And maybe just a few thoughts about it. Um, let's just take the humble part. Mm-hmm. Do you know a name associated with these different moves on different campuses or in different churches or different cities? Anybody's name come to mind? Uh, not for not trying, but I, I'm <laughs> going through the Rolodex and I'm coming up empty. Yes, coming up empty. So the, the only name we might be aware of is Asbury, Asbury sure. College or Asbury Seminary. And uh, that is purposeful from God, Interesting, right? Because people and personalities many times um, uh, present Jesus in a way that is a blessing to many and a hindrance to others. Interesting, yeah. Because, you know, we, 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 we are so personally driven in America, mm-hmm. whether that's a band or whether that's a speaker or whether that's the way they dress or the way they act or the way they express themselves. And we, we get so wrapped up in that that many times we miss wow. the purity of God's Father's heart. Wow. And so um, I, as a leader, am very tender to not even put myself up there mm-hmm in this journey, Mm -hmm. but really make sure that I'm helping facilitate and get people just to the Father. Mm -hmm. So I would say God is... And and the other interesting thing is not only do we not know a personality or a particular band that's kind of taken the lead here, but um, it's people aren't pushing for it either. Mm. Like I haven't heard or the meetings that I've been in that have been extended or where God's been moving, right. I haven't heard, and no one's come up to me, I have to be on stage, I have to do that. And I would say where God's moving in the past, people would immediately begin to push me for stage time or really? to get a voice or to share what they felt from God. Mm. Though people are submitting things they feel God's saying in a beautiful way, right. there's just a peaceful willingness to wow. let God lead the way. Wow. And it's a it's a really sweet sweet deal. So um, the other question people have asked me is, 
okay, well, do you believe this is a move of God? And, and um, Because it's not like we've seen before. Mm-hmm. So, so many times coming from especially charismatic backgrounds or not, or even conservative backgrounds, when a revival's happened, it's very demonstrative. Yeah, so there's, 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 there's wailing pow. or people falling down or dramatic screaming or mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And though that is happening uh, on inside rooms and where people are getting honest with God, and it's a beautiful thing, when that does happen, God uses kind of those emotions to, right. um, in, in a way, set us free. Sure. So, uh, so I'm not saying that that's not going on inside rooms, mm-hmm. but the centrality of this move is so kind and gentle, wow. it's surprising. Wow. And so I was asking the Lord about that, and I felt like the Lord said, this generation has been so traumatized that I'm coming peacefully and gently to woo them to me. Wow. And some people to woo them back to me, Mm -hmm. but really to woo them to me for the first time. They have not seen me for who I am because of the clutter and the clatter of the world. And they've been traumatized by the intensity of the world. So I'm coming in different than they would even expect. I'm coming in as the still small voice. I'm coming in in peace. I'm coming in in love. I'm coming in in gentleness. And, um, and, you know, as long as I'm rambling here, I just want to keep going with that. And I, and I thought, well, Lord, that's not the way I would come in because I see a lot of sin in the camp, right? Mm-hmm. What these kids are in bondage and they got these sins and this. And, sure. and I felt like God spoke to me clearly just a couple of days ago about this, that, that, but they didn't sign up for that. They, they oh. literally were handed it right. from birth on yeah. through social media, through... Um, the, the world around them, they have been pummeled mm. with unrighteousness in such intensity that what could you expect right. for them to be unrighteous? Right. And, and so God sees that, and he's coming mercifully. Wow. It's, it's just he's more merciful than I am. Right. He's more merciful than I would be, sure. right? And so, but what's the, pro- what's the product? And this is why I know it's God. What's the fruit of what's going on? Right, confession, mm-hmm. repentance, right, salvations, right, uh, boldness to be honest, authentic, and share the gospel. I'm like, man, that is the fruit of revival. Right, but God's wooing them, not berating them. Yeah. So the fr- so I hear you saying is, the fruit of what you would. Yeah, how you said you would have done it differently. Yes. Maybe. Yeah, yes, of course. But that's the fruit that you would have desired. Yes, desired the same so fruit. So it's the same out kingdom outcome, right? but it's a different method. It's a different way. And I mean, yeah. e- even as you're speaking, like it's touching me because I'm like, wow, the Lord is very, he's personal. We know that he's personal, Yeah. but it's like you just said, his mercy is touching an entire generation in the way that they need it at yes. this hour. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, I think of uh, Exodus 33, 34, when Moses is saying, show me your glory. Yes. And he has that face-to-face encounter with God, then he says, show me your glory. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Lord describes himself, the Lord, the Lord, compassionate and gracious. Right. That's how he describes his glory. Right. Now, again, you and I both know and believe with all of our hearts, there is the reckoning of the Lord. Sure. The fear of the Lord has to be a part of our central to our journey. So I'm not minimizing the fear of the Lord. Right. But it seems that God is maximizing 
his compassionate wow. mercy wow. towards a generation mm-hmm. that has not yet known him. Right. And of course, once they have known him, if they do not attend to him, mm-hmm. then like every child, they will be disciplined appropriately as is needed. Sure. But God is first laying out a carpet mm-hmm. of compassion and mercy to, to give them that opportunity to turn right. and to find the one they're made for. And, it, and isn't it amazing that you know, you're talking about the, the trauma that has been that they've yeah. experienced, but there's also they've grown, this generation has grown up in some they've observed so much accusation, right? Person to person, organization, yeah. whatever yeah. the thing is, and it's like the Lord is showing that don't pair me. Right. with your experience of other yeah. people. Things. People, yeah, yeah. And, and so much disappointment, right? Yes. And Christian leaders, yeah. non-Christian leaders, mm-hmm. the world around them. So, um, again, the, the question for them is, who do I trust? Right. Right? Everybody's just an opinion. But when you trust no one, you're left with nothing. Wow. Right? And then you're left with yourself. Mm. And if you are your only monitor for what truth is, then you're you're dead in the water. Right. So God is coming gracious, compassionate, mm-hmm. wooing, drawing, literally overtaking mm-hmm. rooms mm-hmm. Uh, with people in them. Right. And as one, one lady said this on, on Sunday morning, she said, uh, she went up to one of our leaders for prayer. She said, my legs were moving before I realized it. Wow. Another one said, we were just drawn to the front, and she said, I overheard young dads confessing sin and pornography just with, like, water coming out of their mouths, and then they were turning to one another, and then I hear one say, you need to tell your wife, and then I see them embracing their wife and weeping and Mm. wailing over their sin, but nobody was directing the traffic, right? God was pulling people to the front, Mm. this was our experience last Sunday, just in response to the sensible testimony of students meeting mm. with God and mm. a little admonition from the scriptures to Second uh, Chronicles seven fourteen, but it wasn't a it wasn't a preach and a hard call. Sure, it was let's just worship Jesus and come to Him. Wow, and and people came. Wow, uh, because the Holy Spirit was drawing them. Right, um, and you know, I, I would say this too, Jordan. I think that. I I, it, it, I I hate to say I, I don't hate to I, I want to say this, uh, <laughs> but as a leader, I feel unusually peaceful. Interesting. So in the past, when there were moves of God going on, mm-hmm. people get really excited. Sure. And so it would always be trying to navigate. Okay, what's of the flesh? What's of God? What's of the enemy? Right. And people get really charged up and want the stage and want to be the voice and want to do this and want mm. to do that. But I feel incredibly peaceful because God is so leading this thing that nothing has to happen, mm. but I have the expectation for anything could happen. It's awesome. So I'm not pushing anything or right. trying to milk anything. Right. At the same time, we're just creating buckets of opportunity mm. for people to come before God, right. whether in small groups or on a, on a Sunday morning, or we just opened up the building the last three nights. And right. people just meeting with God and being drawn into His presence, I, and I only feel comfortable with that. I feel like that's the answer wow. to really getting people to where they need to be, reconnected right. to, to Jesus and and um, connected in such a way that it's personal, mm-hmm. that it's intimate, it's substantive. Right. 
So is that what you would say? What, what I was going to ask you was if I'm a leader in the body of Christ anywhere around the world sure. during this time, and I'm having similar observations, like, wow, God is wooing, he is drawing. Yeah. Would you say to those leaders, be at peace, yeah. allow the Lord to do what he's doing? What would you yeah, say? yeah, and I would say this to all of us. I think that it's, it's one of these deals of get comfortable with God leading. Interesting. Wow, great word. So, say, say that one again. Yes. Get, get comfortable, with, get God comfortable with God leaving because he's coming to take over. <laughs> That's it, right? So, and it, and I fear God to get in the way at this time. Like, I am, mm-hmm. I am a facilitator, steward, observer. Mm-hmm. I am not a leader, initiator. I'm a responder. Wow. This is a response moment. Wow. And... Nothing has to happen, which means everything can happen, right? Right, And, and I just, I really am concerned uh, for myself or any other that starts putting a mixture in it. The best of me, and the best of God, we've talked yeah. about this on yeah. Dropping the Oars, mm-hmm. does not get to the glory of God. Right. This is God's show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll, I'll just, I mean, again, we may pick this up on another podcast, but uh, I was just talking with a couple of friends about Job. 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 Yeah. All right. And um, uh, one, one person had a revelation about get in the position of Job. Mm. All right. So just hang with me yeah, on this. Yeah. So at the, uh, in, in um, James 5, I think it's verse 11, it says, consider Job, consider Job and the end of his life. Mm-hmm. So the end of Job, he... God rebukes him, I mean, takes everything from him, mm-hmm. allows everything to be taken from him. His friends berate him. Then God reveals himself in chapters 38, 39, 40, 41. I am the God of glory. I created right. all things, the wind, the waves, everything in life that works and operates rightly. I made it, Job. And then Job ends up in verse 42. Now I've seen you. Now mm-hmm. I understand. Right. It's not me living by my best principles that get the best outcomes. Mm-hmm. Now it is all you, Lord. Right. And then the scripture says, Job prayed for his friends, and God restored to him abundant, abundant, beyond he could even ask or think, everything wow. that he had lost, and then some. Wow. So here's here's my tangent. To say that the um, there is a God is wanting to lead this is he's going to right and he wants to mm-hmm. and so our posture and position needs to be the posture of job i'm not talking about suffering as much as i'm talking about the posture, the posture. of absolute surrender mm-hmm. it is not me just living out principles to get outcomes mm-hmm. i am like in awe of god who knows how to operate everything on the planet right. everything that we see that operates rightly everything we see in the earth and the planet and the stars and the birds and the animals right. everything operates rightly according to God's design mm-hmm. surely he can lead my life rightly mm-hmm. might i just surrender right everything right even my plans mm. and get on God's plan right. which is so far more abundant than right. anything i could produce on my own even in the name of godly principles right Oof. <laughs> So, so we, we've got the posture of Job. Yep. We've got this move of God. Yeah. Different pockets are breaking out. So as we close today, how do you want to, for our listeners, any admonition, exhortation? How would you do that? Yeah, yeah. You know, we have been taking this unity journey and uh, off of God's leadership, and, and I know he's speaking it to the body of Christ. He's not just speaking it to our little movement. Um, 
but we, we've captured these three phrases, union, communion, mm-hmm. and partnership. Mm-hmm. Union with God, communion with the saints, and partnership with his mission. And But all three of those, are they're like concentric circles, I would you call them when they sure. intertwine? They're concentric circles. They just go over and over and over again. So me being unified with God means I let go of everything of self and allow God to just sweep me up into that union of that he created me for that is so at peace with his design desires and leadership Mm -hmm. that I'm at incredible rest because I'm not trying to be something or get something outside of God's provision. So this union beauty. Communion with the saints. It said Job prayed for his friends, and that's what ultimately God demanded before the release. So I'm leaning Mm -hmm. into people, not pulling away from people. I'm paying all debts in the sense of everyone's forgiven. Everybody gets a clean slate mm. because Jesus has done this for me. I do it for you. Right. Be blessed. Be honored. I right. lean into you. I contend for you. And that doesn't mean that we don't deal with issues and put appropriate boundaries where needed, but mm. even then, boundaries are for their sake that they might find God, yes. not for our sakes to get somebody off our back. So communion with the saints, mm-hmm. big deal, mm-hmm. next, next level of love. Right. And then partnership with his mission. When we're in right union with God and we are blessing and honoring the people of God, the body of Christ, and leaning into them, then we're able to hear God for right. whatever he wants to do. Right. So I guarantee you that we will hear, if, if Jesus doesn't return for the next 20 years, we will hear people say, I was at As- Asbury during those weeks mm. and God spoke. Because whenever people are confessing and repenting Mm -hmm. and getting before God, the Holy Spirit is speaking assignments and mission every time. So maybe I'll leave this thought. Yeah. When the number one question I've been asked as a pastor for 35 plus years, 40 years of knowing the Lord, 41 years, is what is God's will for my life? I want to know God's will for my life. What if it was. I confess my sin, I repent, Mm -hmm. I get in union with God, communion with the saints, Mm -hmm. and that was your gateway, your key, your door to get your prayer answered, which is, God, what do I do? Right. Right? Right. And actually, it's not just what if, it is the door. Right. So, and honestly, my experience has been, until you get there, Mm -hmm. I don't think you're going to be confident Mm -hmm. in what you're currently doing anyway as a believer Quit grasping for the acts of God, grasp for the heart of God, Mm -hmm. and you'll find the ways of God. Amen. All right. Be blessed, everybody. And hey, keep giving space for the Lord, Mm -hmm. just in your heart, in your room, in your family, Mm -hmm. and in what you get a chance to have influence over. Give Him room and let Him lead. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.